Said. I stand in a fearful place in anybody that would wish to be in these shoes. God help us. I used to drive around and wonder why they didn't ask me to preach, and now I drive around wondering why they asked me to preach. Is everybody all right? I really would like to go home. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm a nervous, I'm a nervous man. But the Lord's buried something in me, and after all that has taken place tonight, I hope that I don't kill it. That's the dread of every preacher. Somebody help me. Brother Leland, I mean, we done had one saved. The greatest miracle. I don't mean open rebuke is better than secret love. I'm like Brother John. I don't mean to be rude here, but we are not near as excited as we need to be about Hell being robbed of another victim tonight. John's over there in prison, full of doubt. John doubted him. Boy, you don't want me to get to preaching on doubt, I'd probably offend half of us. John's over there said, is that really him? And he calls one of his disciples and said, would you go check one more time? They went and found Jesus, and Jesus said, I want you to tell John, said the blinds are seeing, the lames are walking, and the deafs are hearing. He said, but I want you to tell John greater than that. He said, the poor is still hearing the gospel preached. Can I tell you that miracle is still taking place tonight? And if you'll take that as an application, the blind just got healed tonight. The lames are walking, and the deafs are hearing. Bless the name of God. God still saves the old time way. Somebody said, is it, oh, it's the Bible way, amen. And then all of the great singing. My, my, what a service. And then the sacrificial giving. The sacrificial giving. A generous offering. It's real, real, real rich grounds for God to do something just absolutely out of the ordinary tonight if y'all get on the wagon with us. Somebody said, well, it's just sort of not how it feels. Let's don't worry about how it feels and let's get hooked up with faith. If I was operating out of feelings, I wouldn't even be here tonight. Does any of y'all not feel good? Somebody help me. I wonder how he felt walking up Calvary's hill. But ain't somebody glad that he went on step by step. <laughs> y'all bear with me. These recent days, we, Brother Leland, I feel like I can't do it like I once could. But I'm still glad I'm trying to do it. Amen. All of these sicknesses and a uh, disabilities we deal with, but I'm glad greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. And the God of glory can touch us tonight if you'll pray for us. 
I want to exhort you tonight and encourage you about the church, if that'll be all right. Hebrews chapter number 10, and if I got to stop and take a break in the middle of preaching, y'all bear with me, it'll be all right, amen. I wished I had the energy and the zeal I saw out of Brother Leland, and I know I... I know I'm too young for all this, but God sent some things my way, and that's his business, and I'm just glad to be one of his. Amen. (laughs) Hebrews chapter number 10, I'll invite you to stand and honor the Word of God as we try to read a few verses, if you're physically able and can, and we'll be seated when we get done reading the Word of God. The Bible said in verse number 19, having therefore brethren... Boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which he hath consecrated for us. I want you to notice the us in these verses. Through the veil, that is to say, his flesh, and having a high priest over the house of God, Let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. Would you pray with me and you can be seated. Father, In Jesus' name tonight, God, I pray uh, that you'd help me, Lord. I stand uh, where no man desires to stand without the breath of God. And, Lord, the preaching has been done today enough, uh, uh, God, to save the whole world. But, Lord God, you have us here tonight. And, Lord, we know that it's late, but, God, would you empower me uh, God, would you enrich me for a few minutes, Lord, to help your people tonight. I know they're tired in body, but God, I am aware that if we left now that over half of us, Lord, we would sit somewhere and talk another 40 or 50 minutes. But I pray you'll help us, God, around the last hour to acknowledge you and may we praise you and may we glory in you tonight, Lord, for the soul that has been saved, for the lives that have been changed. Thank you for the burden of Brother John to have this meeting. Thank you, God, for all of the young'uns that was in the choir. Lord, thank you for ever God-fearing family here tonight. God, may your will be done. God, help us now in Jesus' name we pray. And all of God's people said, amen. You can be 
be seated. I'll do my best not to preach long tonight. I don't want to wear your patience. I don't want to bore you. But I want to exalt the Lord tonight and encourage you concerning the church tonight. God's given me about 20 sermons. Seems like it's all we can preach on the road. I want to go on record tonight and say thank God I'm a church man. Amen. I've got a lot of sermons about the growth of the church, the building of the church, the family of the church, the unity of the church, the sitting of the church, the standing of the church, the foundations of the church, the growing of the church. Are y'all seeing what I'm saying? I'm telling you the church, I'm telling you ain't got no bottom. Ain't you glad for the church? Ain't you glad we're not worshiping a building? Honey, I'm not worshiping an organization. I'm glad I'm worshiping a true and living God and the heartbeat of God tonight is his church. Somebody said, well, Brother John, what are you talking about concerning the church? Look around, amen. That's the church. The church is the bride of Christ. It's the blood-bought crowd. I want to say I'm a church man. I'm a, I'm a part of the bride. Honey, I've been to Calvary. The blood has cleansed me. And can I tell you, I've got to have of the church. I need you and you need me. Buddy, let me tell you, we're in the greatest operation that's taking place in 2017. What's going on here tonight? What you pastors are doing? I thank God for the camp meeting atmosphere. I thank God for the glory and the wind. But we're all going to get back in our cars and we're going to drive back to that church that God has called us to. And sometimes let's just get real honest. The wind ain't like it is here. The atmosphere ain't like it is here. But can I tell you the same God here is the same God down there with that little old flock. I say thank God for my church tonight. I'm glad God's entrusted me to let me shepherd a few of his sheep. Oh, ain't you glad? I'd like to build a fire in every believer here tonight. I'd like to encourage every pastor to get your King James Bible. Go back to your church. Mount your pulpit that God has given you. And when them ravens are raving, that's why we're praying somebody help me. I wouldn't pray like I prayed if everybody in my church was full of God. Honey, but them troublemakers and them ravens, that's why I go find a closet and I go find God. Whoa, let me fire you up tonight. Go back and preach one more sermon. Sing one more song. Go back and tell them one more time how good God is. And you're glad to be of the church. Honey, there's no greater job than to be in the church. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to say a few things. 
and encourage you with a church tonight. Honey, I'm somebody said, well, they forgot about me down there. Ain't nothing going on. But when you go to that little old Sunday school class and there's three little old young'uns sitting in there, be glad you got three little old young'uns. I'd be glad you got a Sunday school class. Is everybody okay? When you go and say, my Lord, Brother John, ain't a pastor alive, Brother Mark, that wouldn't like to have a youth choir like that every Sunday morning. But I'm telling you, I don't have it that big. But the same God and the same Holy Ghost and the same wind that was blowing in that choir is for that 35 or 40 that we have. Oh, can I tell you, glory to God, I want I want to go back and I want to count my blessings and say thank God I'm in the church and the church is in me. Honey, I say go back and God will build the fire one more time. That's why we got to have meetings like this. Amen. I want to say there's a presence. Why church? That's my thought tonight. Why church? Why, church, there's a presence down here, Brother Tim, like nowhere else, amen. I'm going to tell y'all something. I'm sick of lying preachers. I'm tired of high-powered preachers preaching one thing here and living another thing out there. Somebody help me. Is everybody okay? I can't help it who God's let me be, Brother John. They roll the red carpet out for me. They treat me like a king. I'm talking about they give me high respects, Brother Mark. But today I get too big. I'd have sat in a corner with a sweat on my brow. And I'm not, I get too big to shake your hand or conversate with you after church. Somebody help me now. I know what day and age I'm in. I know who I'm running with. And I'm telling you, I'm running with him. Amen. If you're good enough to hear me preach, why in the name of God would I need to exit the building and snooze you? Amen right there. Somebody help me. God help us to get back to serving the church like God called us to serve the church tonight. There's a presence down here. I want to say something about that presence. Some of the greatest times I've ever had is when I'm by myself and the wind gets to blowing in that secret place and the power of God and the glory of God floods my soul. All right, I love that. And I'm going to tell y'all something tonight. If I'm going to shout, y'all throw me on the bus if y'all want to with this comment right here. If I'm going to shout and praise God, if I had to pick, I'd pick doing it with the church. Are y'all hearing me? Oh, me. I'm not as spiritual as the rest of them boys. Amen. I've cried going down the road. I've shouted. I felt God going down the road. And Brother Mark, let me tell you, it does something to me. But I'm telling you, there's a presence like nowhere else can be found down at the church. When the church of God gets a rejoicing, amen. These times, I'll be honest with you tonight. I don't even feel good, but can I tell you, 
of the songs and the shout of the church of God tonight has done something in me and I want to raise my hands. I want to say thank God I'm not in hell tonight. I thank God I'm not over there in the rest home or the hospital. I'm down here with the church of God. Woo! Hallelujah to God. Woo! There's a presence down at the church house like you can't find nowhere else. Hallelujah. I don't even know that dear saint of God, ma'am, while ago. I'm going to tell you why God let me come down here to Mount Carmel Camp Meeting is because I needed to hear that saint of God talk about a royal. Oh, 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 oh. It's a getting pretty foggy where I am now. God wanted me to hear about a, a royal robe and a royal closet and a royal crown and a royal seed and a royal birth. Oh, I'm about to enjoy my own preaching tonight. Honey, I told them boys, I said, I don't know who she is. Honey, but she's been in the throne room. She's been in the secret place. Are y'all hearing me? I want to say glory be to God tonight. I'm glad I wouldn't have got that had I not been down at the church. I say thank God for what you get in the presence of God down at the church. Broke my heart. When that man of God was a preaching and a talking about them young'uns in the church and then leaving the church in the ark and as soon as they could get out, you don't realize what you're leaving. You don't realize what you're missing down at the church. And I'm telling you, Brother Morgan, what's happened with me and my boy today has only happened about three or four times and we've got other preachers calling us and wanting us to preach together and I'm honored and I'm humbled and I'm looking forward to it, Brother Mark. But can I be real frank with y'all? It's a grace of God my boy ain't turned into a hell raiser and a rebel and hate church. I'm, I'm just going to tell y'all the God's honest truth. He's seen his daddy and mama cussed and slandered. He's seen them try to shoot our house. He's seen them try to burn us out. Are y'all hearing me? He's heard the cussing in the parking lot. He's seen the abuse. Are y'all bearing witness with me? And I'd tell my wife, just as sure as the world, our children are going to hate God. I'm about to have myself a spell. He may go bad tonight, but it's the grace of God that he's even riding with me tonight because of what all he's seen. But can I report to you, there's more good in the church than they are bad. I want to tell you when the church loves on me, guess who else they love on? They love on my little old bride. And when they write the pastor appreciation check, they write the wife one too. And guess who else they write? Boy, I'm going to lose half of them here. 
But if you don't take care of your preacher, that brings me to my second thought. Honey, thank God for the preacher. Amen. Is everybody doing okay? Honey, they'll write my youngins a check and they'll give them gift cards and buy them deer rifles and buy them hunting clothes. Is everybody okay? Honey, I'm glad. Thank God tonight. If you find a real church, you'll find a real preacher. Ain't somebody glad for the preacher tonight? If this upsets you, you need to be upset. I want to thank God for my man of God. 85 years old tonight. But thank God he took a King James Bible. And he preached without the fear and the favor of man. And he told, thus saith the Lord of hosts, I'd be going to hell had they not been a preacher. Love my daddy in the house of God. Amen. Now I've done marred up in this preaching little business. I didn't think I was going to get out this route. But the Holy Ghost, I don't apologize for Holy Ghost preaching. I know hey, some of you here, you want to do good to your preacher, but there's a deacon down at your church that don't want to do good. You ought to override that buzzard. Somebody to say, holler amen. Honey, I'll preach my way out. I don't care how tight you get on me. I've been in a lot worse place than this. I'll preach my way out of it, honey. Had they not been a preacher ever last one of you and I, I'd be bound for hell, going to hell. But ain't somebody glad for a preacher? Somebody said, you magnify a preacher. You better know I'm going to magnify the preacher. How shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach unless they've been called? Somebody help me shout tonight. Thank God for the preacher. Hallelujah for the man of God. And kept me out of hell. Glory to God for the preacher. Hallelujah to God. We ought to shout tonight. We wouldn't know nothing about Jesus. We wouldn't know nothing about the church. We wouldn't know nothing about the songs. Had they not been a preacher. Amen. He's the most abused man in the church. He's the most talked about man in the church. He'll help you a thousand times. But you let him say one thing that upsets you and your family one time and you'll get mad and leave. Are y'all hearing me, you narrow-minded outfit? That God used a man to help you for 10 years and you want to get sideways over one sermon. What are you thinking, neighbor? What ails you? What's wrong with you? I want to tell you the preacher's still a man, but he's a man of God. He's still flesh, but he tries to operate in the spirit. Oh, thank God for a Holy Ghost preacher tonight. I know it's ain't a count meeting message, but it's what the Holy Ghost said. Hey, some of you want to be good to your preacher, but there's one that won't. But there's nine of you that want to be. Won't you nine get together and override that outfit? Somebody holler amen. Now I'm telling you, 
I'm about to run a route I ain't run. How about preaching this sermon? How about we got too many preachers having to work four jobs? Somebody help me. I'm done in trouble. I may lose five meetings over this, but I'll lose them. I need a break anyhow, Brother Mark. I'm telling you, if you want to jump up and brag about supporting 100 missionaries and your preacher's having to work a second job, you're going to answer to God for that, neighbor. Look up in here. It's preaching time. Bless God. I feel a streak of boldness coming on like I ain't failed in a while. You want to shout about 100 missionaries and your preacher starving to death. God forbid. Come on now. We're killing her dead in a hammer right there. Oh, God, help us to take care of the man of God in your life. I started, Brother Eric, I started with 13. You know how many they are now? There's three of us left. They've either quit or went off a deep end. There's something in me, brother, God forbid that we change. Is everybody okay? I got a man of God tonight. He called me, them boys that's with me over our brother Logan. Now, brother Curtis drove my boys with me. I was a praying in the motel on the phone. My old preacher friend, 73 year old Maynard Thomas, lungs are collapsing. And he said, Brother John, he called me and he said, I don't know where you are and I hate to bother you. He said, But I need you to pray for me. They're going to have to do an emergency surgery on him. And they done told him, said, You're not going to live like you are. And you probably ain't going to live through the surgery. That old man of God, and I ain't going to lie to y'all. I wanted to leave and go to the hospital right now. I ain't going to lie to you. But I know what old brother Thomas had wanted. He'd say, boy, you preach. Amen. Hospital's full tonight. Room's full. He told them to turn the TV off. He told them to hush their mouth while ago. He said, we're going to pray. Oh, the old man of God may not make it. I want y'all to think about the old men of God that's done gone on home. <laughs> I'm just going to, I got to drop her down right here. Oh, you better, I want y'all to start thinking about some men of God that's done gone on home to heaven. She invested their life in you. Somebody said, I want one of them shouting. We may shout here in a minute, but we probably ought to sober up for about two seconds and thank God for the men of God. Somebody said, you're taking away from Jesus. No, I'm magnifying Jesus through the preacher tonight. I'm exalting Jesus tonight because it's how he set it up. He set it up for a preacher to come to declare the lie, the lie to the Gentiles. I say, thank God he didn't leave us out. Amen. He may not make it, but 23, four years ago, he put his hands on me. He's an old mountain preacher. He prayed over me in the thicket. Let me drive him to the meeting. Oh, me. I don't tell you young preacher something. If you ain't loyal to your pastor and work in his field, God will never give you a field of your own. 
I don't know why I'm preaching like this other than the Holy Ghost. I'm about to, I'm about to mess my own self up, but it's the Holy Ghost preaching. Where would you be without a preacher? I'm so sick of preachers for getting against preachers. I believe it's you, Brother Leland. You got to talking a while ago about if everybody knowed everything about everybody. I'm just going to be honest with y'all. If you knowed everything about John Dorsey, every last one of y'all would get up and walk out of here right now. Somebody said, well, what bad sin have you done? Listen real close. Absolutely none of your business. And I could even tell some of my sin. And you'd say, well, that ain't bad, Dorsey. Don't worry about it. No, sin, sin. Somebody help me. Sin will separate you. But ain't somebody glad for the love of God that was unconditional. And he knew me before I knew me. (laughs) And he still loved me. We better get a hold. If I'm going to preach grace, I'm going to practice grace. Amen. Think about the preacher. So then faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Where two or three are gathered together in my name, I'm in the midst thereof. There's a presence. There's a preacher. And if there's a preacher, hey, some preaching. Bear with me a minute. Ain't somebody glad for some preaching? I'm going to read a hard verse right here. This is a hard one. Hebrews 13, 17, obey them that have the rule over you and submit yourselves for they watch for your souls as they that must give an account that they may do it with joy and not with grief for that is unprofitable for you. I want to thank God for some preaching from the preacher that was protecting me tonight. Some of you youngins, you you upset the preacher right now because he's rubbed the cat backwards. I was pulling out of the Dogwood Valley Baptist Church in that real nice 1986 two-wheel drive V8 Ford. Son, I'm talking about it's smoke of tars here to that back wall back there. Y'all hear me, son? I'm talking about sun shit out of I'm talking about, are y'all with me? How's the preacher boy? Are y'all all right? And by the way, Daddy didn't buy the truck for me. I had to buy it for myself. Just thought I'd throw that in there. <laughs> yeah, where'd that come from? My boy's got a truck over our too. He bought. Somebody help me. I had my little old sweetheart in there. Y'all look up in here. And for me to have a sweetheart was a big thing. <laughs> I had issues with that. <laughs> she got off the short bus, blind in one eye. I couldn't see out of the other, but I was just glad to have a sweetheart. Somebody help me. LAUGHTER <laughs> I asked her where she wanted to go on the first date, and she said the pizza buffet. <laughs> I'm sorry, glory to God. The Lord left a long time ago. He done that when you got me up. Amen. Huh? Are y'all all right? I'm sorry. Call back. I feel better. My sugar must be high. <laughs> Had that Bible on the dash. I was backing out of there, and the preacher said, Hey, Dorsey. I pulled over. You know, here's that bench seat. She's sitting right there beside me. He looked over. He said, hey, scoot over. 
I know he wasn't talking to me. I was a driver. Somebody helped me. He said, scoot over. I said, what's the matter, preacher? He said, get, give me that Bible. He got that Bible. I'm just going to tell the whole story. Open that Bible up. He read over in 1 Corinthians about it's good for a man not to touch a woman. He gave me about a 10-minute sermon. Are y'all hearing me? <laughs> he said, doctor, he said, I can prove to you it's talking to married people, but he said it's talking to all people. We put that Bible down there in between us. Put that Bible down there. And he said, now that's how y'all need to ride to town. Well, I won't tell you what that done. It embarrassed me. Made me mad. I'm the preacher boy. Hello? I mean, I'm the one he trusted driving the church van with some of the rest of them. He said, that's how you ride to town. And guess what? My daddy didn't even get mad over that. What about mama? She didn't even get mad over that. Matter of fact, I got home. Daddy said, well, said the preacher separated you, didn't he? I said, how do you know? He said, man, the preacher's pretty tight. He said, we're not going to worship the preacher, but we're going to get real close. He said, we're not going to worship the preacher, but we're going to get real close. And I want to thank God the preacher watched over my soul. And I ain't going to lie to y'all. Put that Bible back up on the dash. And she slid over. And I'm going to tell you what happened. I ain't told this, but about three times ever preaching this. She put her arm around me. And she said, I'm glad you moved that Bible. And the Holy Ghost said, Act. Holy Ghost said, Him. I done heard one got saved in the milk barn or the cow barn, milking a cow or something or other. Somebody holler, Amen. I was raised in the country. My preacher knowed more than what I knowed about that little old girl. Now, see, y'all gonna think I was real spiritual. No, look up in here. I liked it. Don't die on me for being honest. Flesh is flesh. Ain't that right, man of God? 16 years old. Come on now. Y'all look up in here. I don't thank God that's the last time I was with her. And thank God nothing bad happened, but enough bad did happen. So you young'uns don't get mad at your preacher when he's trying to watch over and protect your soul. What some of y'all better do is thank God for a preacher that's doing some preaching and watching over your soul tonight. You ever find a preaching by a preacher, listen real close, you'll find that there's a preacher that crawled down in the preacher and he's the one doing the preaching. Y'all with me? The preacher crawled down in the preacher and the preacher is the one doing the preaching. Amen. And I love my man of God because he protected my soul. 
And you know what all he is trying to teach me? All he is trying to do is teach me the truth. Protect my soul. And they some of you tonight, and ladies and gentlemen, they some of you parents. I ain't gonna lie to you. Hey, some of you in our presence, you discouraged in the church, you wear the church. You don't even know why you're here. Could be out of obligation. You ain't happy with your preacher. You might ought to back up and rethink some things. I ain't gonna lie to y'all, this sermon I had in my heart, it ain't come out nowhere near like I thought. I believe that, Brother John. Where would we be without a preacher? I owe them old men of God that invested their life in me. I could name some preachers, and I don't, I, I don't want to grieve the Holy Ghost. I want to grieve the Holy Ghost. Is there a preacher, Brother Leland, you could name me that's done in glory that helped you? Could you name his name? Ed Ballou. Could I hear another? And I, I don't want to grieve the Holy Ghost, but could I hear Maze Jackson? Did you know Brother Berman Cape stood in our vestibule? Well, and he said, preacher boy. He said, I'm 80. I forget how old he was. He said, God's still working on me to make me what I ought to be. Let me hear some more preachers. Harold Sattler. Milford Middles. Can I hear some more? <laughs> Billy Kelly. Lester Roloff. Who, brother? Wade. Hotley. What are you doing? I'm minding the Holy Ghost right here. Percy Ray. Ralph Sexton. Curtis Hudson. Buster C. Buster C. <laughs> he helped me. <laughs> I didn't even know who that man was, but I got down to pray. And Buster Seat was on one side and Hanley Milby was on the other as a preacher boy. <laughs> I need y'all to hear me. A 20-minute altar call as a preacher boy. I didn't even know who them two men was when they got to pray, and I learned more in 20 minutes how to talk to God than I have in 10 years. J.E. Glass, nearing the shore. He come to hear me the other night. I said, what are you doing out here? Oh, Brother Glass said, if you was good enough to drive me when you was a preacher boy, he said, I wanted to pay my respects and get me a driver to come here. <laughs> I'm telling you something. We better get back to loving the man of God. I ain't trying to preach for another appointment. I ain't trying to preach to make you happy. 
God's buried the church in my heart and the heartbeat of God's the church. But I'm telling you, for the church to operate right, she's got to have a preacher that's right. I got enough to preach all night. Where would you be without the preacher? Down at the church. Why church? Because there's a presence here. And there's a preacher here, and there's a protection here, and there's a power here, and there's a prayer here. But there's a people here. I should play real soft, and I'm closing. I'm saying things that's scaring me. When's the last time you was good to your pastor like you was to the evangelist? I'm sorry to kill the meeting. When's the last time you bought a gift card for your pastor instead of the evangelist? We're having an evangelist appreciation day. I've never heard of one. I never learned it, but God told me to have one. We've got, Brother Dean has been an evangelist. At our church, been there every year, and we've got four or five. And one day, God's going to let me have a day, four or five of them is going to come in. But have y'all ever heard of an evangelist appreciation day? We're going to have one October the 8th. And I understand we've got to love him. He's the gift of the church. We do good to the pastor. And I understand that, Brother Nathan. Hey, some come to this altar, and they some more need to come. Hey, some of you ought to come down here and thank God for your pastor and your preacher and quit giving him such a hard time. I know I ain't apologizing for saying things I've said. I had no idea I'd talk like this. But if that preacher hadn't come got my daddy, I wouldn't be here tonight.